very sunny Holland today. I am Peter, your Stay Home Dad podcast host. I am the Stay Home Dad, and today we are talking about scheduling and time management. Obviously, having to deal with two kids and everything around that, uh, also managing the household and everything that goes with it, scheduling is an important thing for me. Besides those things, I also manage a business in various aspects, so it's important that I have my schedule right, otherwise it's very easy to get drowned in all the playdates, responsibilities, groceries, and everything else that you might have to do. Uh, so I try to keep a pretty tight schedule here at home, and today I want to tell you a little bit about my schedule in particular, of course, uh, but also how I do things uh, and try to keep things in check. Now, my days start at 3 in the morning. Yes, you heard that correctly. 0300, 3 a.m. is when my alarm goes. Uh, this is crazy early, of course, but I like to go to the gym in the morning to get my day started before everybody else wakes up here. Um, there's a lot to be said pro and against it, uh, but for me, it really works. I like the fact that I can get my workout in, get sweating, uh, get the heart rate up, get the blood flowing, uh, and then start the rest of the day. It makes me active, makes me feel awake, uh, and it a good time for me to work out without sort of it interfering with other things I have to do during the day. Uh, another aspect of it which is actually really important is that it's my quiet time. Uh, I have time to have my breakfast in peace and quiet. Uh, in the gym I don't have to talk to anybody, I don't have to think about anything. I can just lift weights, do whatever I need to do there and just sort of have my own personal me time. Nobody interrupts that, nobody messes with that. Uh, which is uh, for me an important part of you know having to deal with kids and schools and play dates and everything else all day long which I enjoy a lot, uh, but it is taxing, you know, mentally, physically. Uh, and that quiet time in the morning allows me to have that personal quiet moment for myself. Uh, you know, like I said, sweat a little, get the blood flowing, uh, stay in shape because, you know, working out is healthy as well. Uh, and that makes me sort of able to deal with everything else that the day has to offer. And the benefit of that is obviously that you can eat a bit more, uh, that you can drink a bit more and that you're overall, you know, active when everybody else is sort of screaming for their first coffee. Uh, which is really nice. Um, by the time I get back, it's seven o'clock in the morning, uh, which is when everybody else gets up here uh, and then I have time to make breakfast for them. So that works out great. Uh, I'm awake and ready to go for the rest of the day and everybody else is just uh, getting up so it doesn't interfere with anything else going on during the day, either in my life or in the life of the kids or my wife. And besides that, it wouldn't make much sense, in my mind at least, to send uh, Jack to daycare, for example, just so I can go to the gym. That's uh, a bit pointless. Uh, there's other productive things I can do in that time. Uh, daycare is more you know, expensive enough as it is, so I might as well make best use of the time uh, as possible. So I get home around 7 uh, from the gym, and around 8 I want to be out the door, because uh, that gives me about 20 minutes to take Jack to daycare before I have to take Robert to school. Now, luckily, the, both the daycare and the school are about two minutes away from my house, so that's awesome, uh, giving me about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes to take Jack to daycare. I really like to take that time uh, to sort of make sure that he arrives properly. Um, plenty of parents uh, running in and out, you know, phone in hand already, calling with whoever it might be, I'd be like, oh yeah, here he is, bye, 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 oh yeah, by the way, he didn't poop yet, and, and they're out the door. Um, you know, I'm not saying that's necessarily some kind of traumatizing scenario, uh, but you can tell that the kids are often a bit uneasy with that. I really like to take my time to, uh, you know, hang our jackets up together at the daycare, talk to his teacher a bit, talk to some staff, uh, say hello to a few parents, uh, and just to make sure that he arrives, you know, in peace and quiet, relatively speaking, uh, and is comfortable before I leave. Because there's always, you know, something going on at the daycare. Maybe there's a new kid in the class. Maybe there's a birthday party. Um, and I really like to take my time to sort of make sure that he's ready for his day there too. 
uh, maybe you know not instructions or anything but say to the staff like oh by the way he didn't sleep so good or oh could you you know take care of this today or how about that other thing we talked about the other day just a little small talk uh, with the staff uh, just a little small talk with jack to make sure he's fine and then off we go robert's school is pretty much next to the daycare so that makes it easy and he can go inside at 8 20 and the parents are required to leave at 8 30 so we have about 10 minutes there as well um, I take that time, same thing actually, to, to sit him down in class, maybe read a book, uh, talk to his teacher a bit, ask about, you know, a few things here and there. Uh, pretty much the same procedure, just making sure he's comfortable, that he arrived, uh, and that all is well that way. I really make sure that we are out the door by 8 so I can actually take that time so we don't have to rush and that everybody is comfortable. Because I noticed that when, for example, when they stay in bed a bit longer, um, you know, when time gets tighter, then the stress levels obviously go up. And that usually reflects mostly on the kids. They get uneasy. They suddenly don't want to put their shoes on. You know, all the troubles that come with getting kids out the door. It's nice to have that extra time in order to do that. And it's the same thing with arriving at school. You know, it's, it's good having that little buffer of time. Um, you know, when whatever, maybe you have a flat tire and then you have to run. Not a case here. Uh, you know, if we have a flat tire, we can walk. It, it'll be a five minute walk instead of a two minute bike ride. But then there's no... Uh, you know, additional stress or problems and everything will be business as usual as much as possible. Now, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that we're some kind of, you know, a breakfast commercial family that sort of is swinging out the door in the morning. Absolutely not. Uh, you know, there's more than plenty of things going wrong here, like in every family with a two and a half year old and a five year old. Anything from, um, you know, suddenly, oh, I forgot to tell you about this thing that we have at school today and we have to bring project materials uh, to, you know, where are the shoes? Where's my jacket? Jack doesn't uh, want to put his clothes on. You know, all that stuff happens here too. Uh, but again, by having that little extra buffer of time and by making sure that we do have that time, so I actually physically get people out of bed at seven here, so we have that hour, um, we sort of negate those things uh, before they happen. So that's actually nice to have that little extra room to spare. Now, school-wise, Robert, my oldest one, has school every day from 8.30 till 2.30, except Wednesdays when they finish at 12.30. Uh, so that is the time that he is there at school and fully taken care of, and I don't have to pick him up until 2.30. Uh, he doesn't go to after-school care because, you know, I'm home, so why would he have to do that? Um, so I always pick him up on time. Uh, I follow the same principle again uh, time-wise uh, by having extra time in the afternoon uh, i'm not the parent that arrives uh, you know when they are out the door at 2 30 i don't arrive at 2 29 uh, i'm there usually 10 minutes before uh, again so i have time to be on time uh, if they're outside five minutes earlier then i'm already there and he doesn't have to you know feel worried that i'm not there or on time to pick him up for example and again it allows me a bit of time to talk to other people other parents teachers staff and so on uh, just for a little extra you know buffer zone uh, time-wise in order to make that happen um, jack goes to daycare for two full days and two half days mondays and tuesdays he is there the whole day meaning from eight till uh, theoretically till seven if i want to but i usually pick him up at four uh, wednesdays and fridays he goes till one o'clock and thursdays he's at home with me completely uh, so that means that uh, on monday and tuesday i pretty much have the whole day from 8 30 till 2 30 uh, to work on any personal projects now that's important uh, because i do run an actual business i'm self-employed um, i run an online media creation a business and uh, that involves making youtube videos making these podcasts but also for example consultancy services as in advising companies on how they have to deal with online media uh, so those are the days that i really get my work done 
there are days where I schedule a lot of appointments, for example. I always try to cram them into those two days so everything gets done um, most effectively. Uh, other days I schedule them as filming days, for example, or podcast recording days and so on, so I can get a lot of work done in that limited time that I have. And I have to do it this way uh, because that time is really limited. Uh, those six hours on Monday and Tuesday are really when I get the bulk of my work done. Now, I also get uh, working time Wednesday mornings and Friday mornings because that's when both of them are at school as well. Uh, so those days are usually, for example, for video editing, uh, for podcast editing, uh, consultancy things, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, stuff that requires my attention for you know some hours but not for six hours on end for example when i'm recording videos you have to set everything up with the light you have to do scenes and so on so it's a bit more work so i'd like to do those things mondays and tuesdays and then the things that require uh, less time like editing for example uh, you can edit for two hours and everything will be fine and you don't have to reset up everything uh, like you would when you're shooting a video uh, so i'm doing those things on tuesdays or on wednesdays and fridays now on Thursdays, uh, Jack is home the whole day, like I already said, and that is a day that I fully accept nothing will get done. I'm not writing emails, I'm not counting on any contacts, I'm not having any appointments, nothing. That is the day solely um, allocated for Jack. Um, it's a day where we go do groceries together, for example, he enjoys that. It's a day where we go to the playground, swimming, the park. Um, you name it, that is a day only for Jack. So, you know, obviously I check my phone and, you know, text messages people and, and so on. Uh, but it's a day I fully count out as a potential working day. There's days where he, for example, can get uh, an extra day at the daycare because they have an extra spot, for example. I'll take those days happily. Uh, those are bonus days for me uh, when I can suddenly get a lot more work done. Uh, in, in essence, that day uh, is a non-existent day for me in terms of being productive. Um, again, I accept that uh, I'm in a position where I can do it that way, uh, but you know, that's why I'm a stay-at-home dad, to make sure that I'm spending time with the kids. Uh, and it's a day, it makes it easier for me by accepting that that day is not lost, but not, not productive in any way, shape or form. So anything that productive that might come out of it is a bonus. And if nothing productive comes out, out of the Thursday, then it's not an issue at all. Uh, and I think by allocating that day deliberately as a non-working day, it just makes it easier for everybody uh, in terms of managing expectations, which is nice and it works really well for me. Now, Monday and Tuesday afternoons are days when Robert is done at 2.30, like I said, uh, but Jack is still in daycare till, let's say, between 4 and 5 somewhere. Uh, so those are days that we usually plan uh, play dates, um, park days, you know, whatever it might be that Robert wants to do, uh, either with friends or with classmates or any activities that he might want to do. Uh, if he, for example, says he wants to go buy some Lego, you know, Monday afternoon is a great uh, time to do that. If he says he wants to have a play date with the kid in his class, I usually try to schedule those Monday, Tuesday afternoon. Because then it's time, uh, just like the Thursday is a day only for Jack, then it's a time uh, that I can spend only for Robert. Which I think is fair because, you know, uh, having a little brother that always takes up a lot of attention anyway, I think it's also fair for Robert to have a sort of exclusive time, if you want to call it that way, with me. Uh, where I only focus on him and maybe his friend, but at least not on Jack. Uh, so that works really well for those days. There are play dates, of course, that we have uh, with Jack there as well. Uh, sometimes with uh, just friends of Robert, sometimes with just friends of Jack. Uh, but I also have friends that have kids in similar age ranges. Uh, so then it works out really well and they can all play together. Now, every day ends here at home, of course. We have dinner at 6 o'clock sharp. Uh, that sounds maybe a bit neurotic, but 6 o'clock is the time that works really well. My wife uh, comes home between 5.30 and a quarter to 6 usually because she works nearby as well. 
Uh, and six o'clock dinner time works uh, good for the kids because we can, you know, eat for about half an hour. Uh, and then we have another hour, hour and a bit uh, time to sort of close off the day for bathing, a little bit more playing, maybe make a puzzle. Uh, all that, you know, little stuff that needs to get on at the end of the day for them to get the last bit of energy out, uh, to get clean for the next day, maybe talk to mama a bit about how the day was. All those things get done then. And we sort of start the bedtime ritual, if you want to call it that way. Um, usually a quarter past seven-ish, so uh, something like that, uh, where we start brushing teeth and getting ready for bed. Uh, we aim to have the kids sort of done and dusted in the bed uh, by 7.30. Uh, which means, you know, toothbrushed, pajamas on, uh, story read, all that stuff. And 7.30-ish uh, is lights out. Now, the the 7.30-ish is not a, you know, sharp cut like, oh, it's going to really be 7.30 if it's 7.31, it's too late. Uh, there's a bit of leniency there because, you know, some days we read a longer story or they, you know, want to talk about something during the day. Uh, that's all fine if it becomes, you know, 7.37, that's also fine. Uh, but usually not not any later than that. Um, one of us stays in the room uh, with them, uh, one of us reads the story with them, and then it's lights out, and we stay usually for not about 10 minutes until they fall asleep, and uh, all is done. After that, um, me personally, I have about another hour-ish uh, before I go to bed, because because I get up so early, I also have to go to bed a bit earlier, uh, and I go to bed you know, around 8.30 to 9 o'clock something like that so after putting the kids in bed i usually have another meal and then it is time for me to go to bed as well and end my day now a valid question to ask obviously is like oh don't you miss your time and uh, why don't you go to bed a bit later and get up a bit later and so on uh, it's like i said in the beginning uh, getting up at three in the morning might sound uh, you know crazy or super early or whatever uh, but for me it really works because then i have those four hours by myself uh, to you know have breakfast and peace of quiet work out get my personal time done uh, but that means that I don't have that time at the end of the day anymore because, you know, you just have to go to bed. You can't get up at three in the morning when you go to bed at midnight. And in my experience and opinion, uh, most people don't really do anything in the evening. It's Netflixing, it's Facebooking, it's uh, Instagramming and so on. Nothing really productive gets done. Uh, for me, working out in the evening is not not that nice because uh, you know, then I have to go to the gym at night in the evening. By the time I'm home, it's going to be midnight. Uh, so yeah, that doesn't really work for me. That's not a nice moment for me to get all fired up for a workout that works much better in the morning for me. So it's a personal choice, uh, but it does mean that yeah, I do go to bed that early, uh, which cuts into the, let's say, personal time for me and my wife a little bit, in all fairness. Um, but you know, that's, that's a, a choice we make. Uh, and if we do have things to talk about or things to discuss or we just want to spend some time together, uh, we do that, of course, in the evening uh, for the, let's say, hour that I have after putting the kids in bed. And if we need more time, then I either take a resting day or uh, we figure something else out. But, um, you know, knowing that it, it cuts into the time that we you know see each other without kids, uh, we do deal with it uh, and make sure that we do spend enough time together because, you know, we're still married in the end. Uh, so you got to keep talking. Now, the weekends are the same for me. I still get up at three and I still go to bed around nine. So that part stays the same. Obviously, the kids don't have to go to school. So that gives us a bit more flexibility and a bit more freedom to do what we need to do and want to do. Um, I try to get uh, all my groceries done for the beginning of the week on Saturday. Uh, so I still go to the gym early, get up home around seven, eat again. And the grocery stores open at eight in the morning here. So I'm usually in the grocery store a bit past eight. So I'm one of the first ones there. Um, 
you know, it's nice to be there early because then you can just run through the store, get everything you need and you don't have to wait for anything else, uh, which is nice and efficient. And then you really have the whole day left to do everything else. Um, we use Saturdays for family visits, uh, having dinner with friends, um, going, taking the kids to the park, uh, swimming and so on. But we try to avoid sort of the pitfall of going to a public place at a time where everybody else will be there too. Uh, so you will not find us, you know, at Ikea at 2.30 on a Saturday, for example, with the rest of the world, which is just not nice for anybody. If we need something from Ikea, I either get it during the week or we go really early when they just open so it's not that busy. Uh, same thing for zoos or playgrounds or all those things. Uh, if we do go to the zoo in the weekend, we are there when they open. So we're early and, you know, we can enjoy the experience with the family rather than having to stress and run around or stand in lines uh, with 20,000 other people around, which is just not nice. And it doesn't really benefit anybody in that sort of context. So we generally take it nice and easy. Uh, the kids get to spend some time with mama, which is obviously some time they don't get during the week because mama works. And they only get that sort of hour and a half, two hours in the evening uh, with mama. So they are happy to see mama in the weekend and uh, do things with her. Uh, Jack's sort of on the uh, seesaw now between napping and not napping anymore. So, you know, by going early to the zoo, for example, we do take that into account as well. If he's tired and he can still nap and if he's not, at least we got the activity done already. And, uh, you know, all is well and we can just chill at home. Uh, so overall, that works really well for us. And luckily, uh, my wife being German, she likes to be pragmatic uh, in terms of time management as well. So it makes sense uh, when I say, hey, let's go to the zoo at 10 when they open because it's not busy. She actually likes that. And since everybody's up and running, uh, you know, relatively early anyway, we might as well do it that way. Um, I do usually give uh, her, let's say, a, a bit of uh, ease in the weekend. I don't get her out of bed at seven because that's not really necessary. But I do get the kids out uh, to make sure that they stay in that rhythm. Uh, and then she can uh, you know, sleep for another hour, hour and a half if she wants to because she gets up early and works hard during the week. Uh, but it is, um, in my mind, important to keep the kids in the rhythm because you sometimes hear parents like, oh, yeah, it's weekend, kids can sleep as long as they want. I'm like, well, why would you want to do that? Because then they sleep till 11 for two days and then on Monday morning they have to get up early again, which is then a disaster. And by the time they're used to it again, uh, the week is over again and they get to sleep in again. Uh, so I, I do loosen the schedule a bit uh, in the weekend, but I do still like to keep the schedule intact as much as possible, uh, give or take, let's say, half an hour uh, to make sure the kids stay in the rhythm and that they don't have to adjust too much again on Monday morning. So that is a little insight in how I manage my time during the week and uh, specifically day by day. Um, obviously, the getting up early is a big thing uh, for me and for my schedule. Uh, if I don't work out, I usually sleep in uh, till you know, everybody else gets up, which is usually somewhere quarter to seven, seven o'clock. Uh, so nothing really changes. I just didn't get my workout in. Uh, but I think overall, um, the discipline that's required to get up that early every morning and to go to bed on time every day is also discipline that I carry in my daily life and my business, how I deal with the kids. And it's also something I hope I project on the kids because discipline uh, gives you freedom in many ways. It gives you the time uh, to focus on your own things. Uh, getting up that early gives me the time to work out on my terms in my time and not having to deal with anything else. And that gives me energy for the rest of the day. So there's, you know, a big part of the way I manage my time comes with getting up that early and getting uh, a physical workout in, in the gym. And there's probably, you know, plenty to say about that in another podcast. Uh, but for me, that is a, a way of approaching the day and approaching my time and how valuable my time is. Um, that works uh, really well in terms of managing the day, managing the lives of my family members. 
And I think it, it creates, like I said before, a, a flexibility and a margin in the way I manage my time during the day uh, that allows me to compensate for unexpected events. Like I said, a, a flat tire, for example, does not impact me that much because I have margin then to still make it to school in time and to still make sure that the schedule of the kids is as uninterrupted as possible and that everybody gets the time that they deserve. So that's so that's how I do it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any ideas, suggestions, questions of time management or anything else related to this podcast, please reach out. I'll put some uh, social links in the description of this podcast, but you can always find me uh, on at Peter does, P-E-T-E-R-D-O-E-S, either on Instagram, uh, Twitter, email, you name it, you can always find me somewhere. Uh, and you can always leave an anchor voice message, of course, if you're listening on uh, the anchor platform to this podcast. We have it to hear any feedback on how you manage your time as well. Side note to that is that I'm also setting up a Facebook page, uh, The Stay Home Dad. I'll link that in the description as well. Uh, that's another uh, avenue where you can reach out to the podcast if you want to you know, suggest a topic or have a question that you want me to answer. This was it for this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed a little insight in my time management and how I plan my life. Um, please subscribe on whichever platform you're using. That is always appreciated. And the more people I can reach, uh, the more fun it is to make these podcasts. Uh, until then, though, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.